welcome everybody to Why Did I Like It? I am the nefarious Mike A. Sims. Now, it's been a very long time. I think last time I had an episode was before Christmas. I would regale you with tales and spin yarns about why I wasn't on and blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest, you guys probably don't care. But there was some remodeling. See, I took you to a ride just now. You thought I wasn't going to say it, and then I said it anyway. Always, always deceptive. <laughs> the, name of, the name of this podcast is a deception. But yeah, so hopefully your Christmas was merry, your Hanukkah was happy, your Kwanzaa was stellar, and your year is new, I guess. That's how that goes. Anyway, so last time we looked at the Charlie Brown Christmas special, we did release the episode kind of, not really, on YouTube. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We'll probably have some more guests in the future, but this is going to be a quick episode because I want to get back to it and uh, have regularly scheduled programming. So today, actually, I was taken back to my youth. I mean, well, that's the whole point of the podcast, but even more so than normal. And this one actually stems from Christmas because about Christmas uh, in the early 90s, I used to sneak downstairs to open my gifts like kind of early. <laughs> you know, I would like slide the tape off and look at the gifts and be like, yeah, and then act surprised, but like, no. But then I'd do this weird thing where I would you know, talk to my parents, but I would kind of hint to the fact that I knew. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know why I did it. Got to be the smartest guy in the room. You know what I'm saying? One of the toys that I got was actually, and I, I know you guys are familiar, if you, if you listen to the podcast a few times, was a, a Tiger Electronics handheld game. Now, I know you're like, you mean like a Game Boy? No, I didn't say a Game Boy, you ignorant fool. I said it was a, <laughs> said it was a handheld game. I'm sorry I got so mad at you. You know, I do it because I love you. I, I know you know about the, I'm talking to you like you're, act, like, a, like whoever's listening to this, I'm talking to you like you're actually in front of me. I know you guys are familiar with the, uh, the, the the lights out episode I did, the quiz whiz, all that good stuff. This was different. This was a licensed Batman digital game. Now, the Gigapets episode had the digital screen. So it's similar to that, which, I mean, realistically, that's all the handheld games were. They were these digital screens, which means that they were like an LCD screen, LCD, LEDs. <sighs> They were the screens that were basically green or gray or something. And they sometimes they would paint like designs on it. And then they'd have these digital like black images kind of moving. Beep, beep, beep. Um, that's what that's the, the noise of something moving through the digital world. And uh, they would license Beauty and the Beast. The NBA had one. NFL had one. Major League Baseball had one. Um, there was a lot of them. My sister had the Beauty and the Beast one, and I had the Batman one, Batman the Animated Series. And I lost this thing years ago. And um, one day it just hit me. I was trying to come up with another idea for an episode. I told Brian, hey, how about this? We'll do one with the Tiger Electronics game. And he said, no. So I'm doing the A1 with the Tiger Electronics game because you can't stop me. Actually, you can easily stop me. He's actually in charge of this whole show. Literally, he can stop me whatever he wants to. I have very little power over anything in this world, including my show. You know, actually, baby birds, it's feeding time from Big Eagle. Now, the original handheld game concept really stems back from Game & Watch, which was the precursor to the Game Boy in Japan. The craze blew up. But of course, you know, because of how much time it takes for something to come from Japan to America, sometimes the imports wouldn't always stay up to date, if that makes any sense. So sometimes they would just skip over. Like, for example, when Game & Watch came out, it was big in Japan, but it didn't really come to America because by the time it was, you know, transferred over, like, language-wise, whatever, compatibility-wise, whatever it was, Nintendo had manufactured the Game Boy. So it kind of was like, by the time we would have got Game & Watch, because it was so rudimentary when it came to technology and everything, everybody would have wanted a Game Boy, so it wouldn't have sold well. So um, 
the Game & Watch characters do actually show up in Smash Brothers for Nintendo, and it's like a black digital thing that you can fight as. But the point is, so aside from Game Boys, the other handheld craze was the small square-shaped, I'm, I'm holding it up like you guys can see, but they're square-shaped. There's about one, two, three, four, there's five buttons on it total. Six, actually, because two are separated in the middle. It's an up arrow, which says jump, a down arrow, which says fast, a circular button that says throw slash attack, and then off sound max score on slash start. And then ACL, which is a small circular button, which apparently if the game wasn't working, you'd use that to reset it, which I'd never, when I was a kid, the first time my father reset my, my game by pushing a pin in it, I, I almost lost my mind. I was like, wait, that's what that's for? So I haven't played it yet. Uh, funnily enough, I was trying to make it a real 90s experience by trying to use batteries for my remote, but I forgot these things were just vampires. Like, these are energy vampires here. Like, I put in the batteries and it died immediately. And the remote batteries, okay, they weren't like new new, but they weren't super old. I mean, and they just, they just murked my batteries. Murked them. Batteries never stood a chance. Then I put these other ones in here. I mean, let's, let's hold the clip because they might murk these too. But I remember these things just ate batteries. And, um, you know, when, you, when, when you're younger, you, just, I mean, you don't know what your, what your parents' electronics do. If it's not a game or if it's not a toy, you don't really care what it is. You just pop the batteries out, whatever. But I pop out the batteries out of my dad's, like, you know, cameras, because he's a photographer, is a photographer. You know, like, just random things, like drills. I don't, I don't know what these things were. So I'm just taking batteries and putting them in there, killing them with these machines. And I'd be like, well, that's it. But I was super stoked because the Batman and this game is actually based on the Batman animated series that was voiced by the late Kevin Conroy. <sighs> okay, it's rant time because I just got... Okay. We have seen so many different variations of Batman. It's crazy. Most recently, Rob Pattinson and Ben Affleck. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just got... Uh, you, guys, you guys can't see because it's a podcast, but I just got so mad. I couldn't even continue speaking with the rant because I, I instantaneously was was infuriated by the fact that there's three, three concurrent versions of Batman. Like, not even considering that Titans on HBO Max also has a ver version of Batman itself. It's it's insanity. Why is there so much Batman? Like, so there's, there's Michael Keaton who's going to show up in the Flash movie with Ezra Miller, which is, you know, a whole mess right now. Then there's the... Uh, uh, ben Affleck Batman that's going to come up into the Throne of Atlantis, the sequel to Aquaman. And then there's Rob Pattinson who just had his movie come out. And these aren't even like years apart or even two years apart, like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire or Spider-Man and then, you know, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. This is like, this is the same time. This is happening all at once. Like, I know the multiverse is supposed to be a thing in Marvel, but DC just seems like they're like, who else was Batman? Put him in there. Who else, who else was Batman? You want, you want me Batman? I, you know, watch me turn around and be like, oh, I'm Batman today, I guess. And it, it's it's crazy that there's 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 this depth of a roster of superheroes and you're just like, not nah, Batman. It's like, what about, you know, I don't know, Booster Gold, Batman. What about giving Green Lantern another go? I said Batman. Wait, what about Superman? What'd I just say? Did I just say Batman also on this story? For some reason, the head of, <laughs> the head of DC is extremely aggressive. <laughs> and just, just a huge fan of Batman. And Batman is, which took me some time to realize this, is my favorite superhero. It's one of those things where like, Everything that I had revolves around Batman, whether it's comics or toys or, or whatever it was or, you know, random designs. But I would never say he's my, my favorite superhero. I'd always say Superman because I like the idea of Superman. But then one day I was like, wait, no, it's Batman. And then I, a light shone down upon me from on high. Brian put some, you know, angelic music in here. A light shined upon me on high. And I realized in that moment 
that I had finally become who I'd always been meant to be, been meant to be, always meant to be. I had become a true fan. Anyway, rant over. But yeah, so um, time's already far spent and I've basically said nothing. Actually, no, I've been very informative. You guys, don't, don't, do, the, don't do this to me. I've been very informative. Um, so let's play this game. <laughs> so why am I nervous? I'm, I'm, I'm nervous to play this game for some reason. Start and instantly the score is zero. Well, that'll change. There's about to be a two there soon. Oh, negative one. All right, you guys hear that music? That's the digital sound of fun. Young, what's this come out? Let me see the back. 1990, my goodness. I was, um, oh, I'm flying on a hang glider. Oh yeah, you walk on the street. Okay, he's walking on a digital street. Uh, just the top of him is stoic while the bottom, like the two, like his two legs, like this three legs. Wait, oh, oh wait, oh, there he is. Oh, the Riddler comes down. You have to attack the Riddler. Oh, and Joker has a bomb. Oh, snap, yo, this is... <laughs> So only the legs are moving and there's like bombs on the street. Um, oh, okay. I have to dodge the bombs while the Riddler comes and is trying to hit me with his cane. Oh, and I'm trying to, oh, I, hit my, I got hit by a bomb. Hold on. So I have to jump to do a back punch to hit the Joker who's behind me just throwing bombs at my feet and the Riddler who has a cane and is trying to attack me. Oh, oh, oh and he's throwing puzzle pieces. They were very on the nose with like the Riddler, like puzzle pieces. He's throwing puzzle pieces at me. It's very strange to see. Timer 16. I'm already bored with this game. <laughs> I'm so bored with this right now. But young Mike, I was I was smitten with this. I'm not I'm not bored. It's just there's not really much to it. It's very repetitive. Riddler keeps appearing from the sky. I don't know why. Then he jumps down. Then I have to hit him with my batarang. And then you guys can hear the music in the back, I'm assuming. Then Joker shows up behind me because, you know, he's being grimy. And he starts throwing bombs at my feet. Now it's saying dash two. So I guess this is level two. Yeah, I played this for hours guys this is not even a joke like i would fall asleep to this wake up and play it first thing i know that if you were to to win you eventually have robin who comes and stands next to you like if you get a certain score robin is like hey what's up batman but he doesn't help you so it's kind of like robin where were you okay now poison ivy okay now poison ivy's in the sky and so is riddler and they're just kind of floating and throwing these items at you while this bomb is just rolling this is a lot of work it's a lot of happening here guys ah riddler he almost got me with his cane and they just keep, yep, this is so repetitive. Poison Ivy comes into the sky. She has her plant thing extending from her arm. She points it at me. And I hit her with the batarang or she'll attack me. Then Riddler sporadically comes. I guess there's no Joker this time. That'd be too much. Oh, jo literally Joker just showed up behind me. This is a, and it's it's so, I'm pressing the buttons fast, but it's it's an old game and it's, and it's a digital game. So it's just like, no matter how fast I press it, it's not going to make the batarang go faster. It's just me pressing it for no reason. Oh, oh, oh. Poison Ivy's back. And now it's, there's a lot of downtime too. Like it's a, it's a lot happening and then nothing happens for several frames. And you're just jumping and you're throwing the Batarang and Poison Ivy's just levitating over you and Riddler sometimes comes. Okay, Poison Ivy's very persistent. She's like, the, you know what? Feminism, even back then. Poison Ivy's like, I'll handle this, boys. And she's, <laughs> she's used it like 10 times in a row. Riddler's like, well, I guess you can handle it, Tuts. And she's like, don't call me Tuts. Wait, why did her voice get deeper? Poison Ivy's like, don't call me Tuts. Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This has nothing to do with anything. I just love that movie. You're not going to send me to the... No, let me do it. You're not going to send me to the cooler. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! We got we to gotta do Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I got to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. We should have done Jingle All the Way, man. Ah, I'm so mad. If you guys listen to this podcast, I've said before how Arnold Schwarzenegger was a... Uh, he basically, some dude 
was dressed up as a superhero in a parade, blah, blah, blah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the parade. Uh, he took those, I think he murked the dude, actually. Right, you know what to do. I think he murked the dude, took his Turbo Man suit, which is the superhero's name, went on the parade, and his son's in the audience. And his son is, yeah, I, I know I've told the story before, but I love this story. And his son is like, is that, who is that? It's Turbo Man, yay, Turbo Man. And Turbo Man turns the microphone on, he's like, yo, Jamie. And his son doesn't know that's his father. Like, what other Austrian bodybuilder would live in the middle of Minnesota? Come on. Come on. That's a very distinct thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger is also not in this game, so it's very sad. Neither is Mr. Freeze, who is my favorite Batman villain. This is how I remember you. Frozen and forever young. I'm saying the line wrong. Somebody, somebody's going to hear this and be like, what? What is he talking about? Uh, Batman's gliding back in because <laughs> Gotham is never safe. Yo, I would never live in Gotham City. There's, there's always like exploding penguins or like vats of chemicals or like someone's always trying, oh, Mr. Fre- Mr. Freeze just showed up and froze me. Mr. Freeze just, oh, I'm frozen. I got to talk about my Oh, snap, hold on. Oh, oh, snap. So Mr. Freeze just came out of nowhere. As you can hear, I'm turning, I'm, I'm literally turning eight years old again. I said, oh, snap, twice. Oh, snap, oh, dip. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Freeze is mad quick. He just keeps freezing me. <laughs> and the bomb is hitting me. Okay, guys. Guys, this is very difficult now. Mr. Freeze, okay. Mr. Freeze is, okay, Mr. Freeze is a problem. When Mr. Freeze hits you with his freeze gun, you freeze in place. I mean, I, I feel like that should be, you know, obviously how that works but this is insane oh man come on this is actually getting hard now and mr freeze is so fast gotham seems like a terrible place someone's always trying to poison the water supply there's always like crazy like villain plans that are just over the top there's like plant life trying to eat you they turned you into they turned you into monsters it's like you know huge like mutated man bats flying around they're trying to freeze it like i would just go outside and gotham and be like what like what could possibly happen today what's what's gonna happen today Metropolis is a little better because, you know, Superman is very good at his job where Batman is just... Batman seems to just only exist for his villains. Superman seems like he's actually keeping Metropolis safe, but Batman is just like, I need to, I need to go beat somebody up tonight because my parents are dead. And he just goes around, just beats up his villains, makes more, has kids with him. How has Child Protective Services never investigated Batman? Like, those people have to see, like, these children with Batman. Like, wait a minute, whose son is that? Whose daughter is that with Batman? And why are they out this late? Why are they fighting clowns? No, no, no. Hold on. Wait a minute. Why is... Hold on. How was he allowed to just do this? No one, no one, no one is going to investigate Batman? Next time I see... I'm about to call Tropic Service. I'm like, guys, seriously, what is going on? You, you have to see Batman. He's right there. He's beating up Penguin again. <laughs> just beating him up. Just cause I had a bad day. <laughs> Okay, so the time is now super long. It's 119 minutes. I don't know if I, how much longer I can play this, guys. Like, the villains are coming out of nowhere. The bombs are everywhere. Mr. Uh, Mr. Freeze has literally, he really, like, shook me. Because since he can freeze me, he makes this game, he, oh, no. He makes the game different. I better not lose to the Riddler, because Riddler's the corniest one. Riddler keeps coming and tapping me with his cane lightly. If I'm going to lose to anybody, it's going to be Mr. Freeze. Have Mr. Freeze mark me. I'll feel fine with that. Okay, so... Now, I don't know what level this is even. I don't remember how many levels there are. I thought this only had like three levels. <sighs> if you guys, oh no, Mr. Freeze, darn it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, they hold me in place until the bomb comes. Joker's laughing at me. Ha, ha, ha. It's not funny, Joker. Mr. Freeze is like the only real threat in this game. Because he's making it so, oh my goodness. Oh, when I tried to jump just now, he like put his gun up. Maybe the graphics, the graphics are, like, they're, they're very like, rudimentary but the designs for the characters are actually on point like they all the characters all look like themselves like Mr. Freeze has his comic his TV show accurate um, outfit actually all of them do including Batman the animated series was so good 
They were like little Batman movies every day after school. They were actually very dark and serious. I would say between this and the TV show Gargoyles, there was a lot of like dark <laughs> kids comic shows in the 90s. And I just named two. I don't think I have any other. No, no. X-Men was also very dark. But um, I think Batman outlasted all of them. Then Batman moved from Fox 5 to WB and it got a little bit more cartoony, but it was still kind of dark. It was still a, it was an awesome show. And that's where Kevin Conroy became legendary. He is our Batman. Rest in peace, as I said. He voiced this character and um, several others in the Arkham City video game series and all that stuff. So it was, it was, so it's, always, it's always cool to uh, think back to that iconic voice and how it was a staple of our childhood. This game needs to end. <laughs> Please, Lord, let that be it. Batson was in the sky. Ah, oh, it's done. Good Lord, that was, <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, no Robin, so I guess I didn't do good enough. <laughs> Oh, Robin, my score is 700, no, 7,230. That was a lot. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, now the three questions. Why did I like it? Obviously, huge Batman fan, video game fan. This is the two of them mixed together, so loved it. Does it still hold up? I can't see myself playing this. I can see, I, I, I can see for a nostalgic, like, oh, look at that. Like, maybe a two-second thing. Like, if I leave this out somewhere, I'm sure somebody who comes into my house will be like, oh, I remember this, and we'll play it for a moment. But as far as if they were released today, I can't really see this being too popular just because it's, like, it's too basic, and it's, it's extremely repetitive. And I know, like, Subway Surfers and Temple Run were repetitive, but this is, like, mind-numbingly. And then it just kind of gets difficult out of nowhere, only if you're not paying attention. I wouldn't say it would really hold up, honestly. It's a cool nostalgic toy to have. It's a nice look at the past, but as somebody who prides himself on, you know, being forward-thinking and basically a futurist, I'm like, eh. I know. Oh, the podcast that's only about <laughs> reminiscing and being nostalgic about why you like things. Definitely can see why I did like it, though. And the third question, do I still like it? No. I don't like it now. <laughs> this is a very negative show. <laughs> I don't like a lot of things from my past. I'm always like, nah, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> like, I tell people all the time, like, listen, Rose-tinted glasses are the best things to use when you look at the 90s and 2000s. Because if you if you sit for even a brief moment, I will say this, though. The, the 2000s was a lot of fun. The 90s, I can take or leave a lot of things with it. But the 2000s were, uh, were a very fun time. So, like, I feel like if I would do things around that era, I would, I would probably still be like, oh, yeah, this does hold up. I mean, PlayStation was from the 2000s. Actually, PlayStation was from the 90s. That's a lie. The point is, 2000s were fun. But, you know, this being a 1990s toy as a kid, absolutely, I would love it. But now I don't see it holding up. Well, that has been this episode of Why Did I Like It? We're going to try and get another one out to you. Uh, you know what? Let me not make any promises. You guys know the drill. Anyway, I have been the nefarious Mike A. Sims. You have been fantastic. Follow the show. Follow me at, at Mike A. Sims on Instagram and TikTok. And subscribe, like, follow, share. Let all your friends know. Let your enemies know. And all that good stuff. Anyway, I've been the Nefarious Mike A. Sims. You've been fantastic, and I will see you on the flip side of humanity.